0: Welcome to Sojourn Grace Collective, a progressive Christian church in San Diego, where our mission is to foster spiritual, social, and emotional wholeness. In our community, we affirm all that makes you, you. We celebrate your gender identities and sexual orientations, your race and socioeconomic status, your physical abilities and your religious creeds, because here at Sojourn, it all belongs. This podcast is a replay of our Sunday morning teachings, and we hope you find encouragement and inspiration as you make your way through this week. You can visit us online at sojourngrace.com where you can learn more about our faith community, discover resources to help you find wholeness in your life, and partner with us in our mission through tax-deductible contributions. Thanks for joining us today, and may you know, above all else... That you are a loved child of God, full stop. Welcome to Sojourn.
1: Hello, back to us again. Matthew, you're killing it. These are beautiful songs you picked for us today. Thank you. Um, So one of the elements that we come back to over and over again in our services um, are the stories of sojourners, faith formation stories we sometimes call them. And um, we have many, many reasons for doing this. Um, We like to do it as often as possible. Um, And if I were to never say a word about the why behind doing these stories, you would get the impact and you would know the why But I do think it's important to sometimes explicitly name the why behind why we do this. Um, So today I want to bring to the forefront of our attention, um, before we bring in our sojourner who's going to share their story today, um, I do want to just bring to our attention just a couple. I just want to name two. There are many reasons why we do this. And I just want to name two today to really be thinking about because I think it helps us um, as we navigate this world together. So um, the first reason why we bring other people in to share their stories from the front during our service um, is because uh, it is important as we build a community where we're coming from places, um, most of us are coming from places where we're recovering from old ways of thinking about and doing um, faith community. And one of those old ways that is just ingrained in our being and it's because you see it in society at large, and then the church really magnifies this way, which is the way of looking to authority figures mm-hmm. for authority of our own lives and how to think about the world. Um, we are trained to do that in evangelical Christianity. My pastor said what, what he says from the podium is what goes, and that's how I find my way in the world. And there, we look to our authority figures. And at Sojo, we call BS. And yet we have leaders, we have pastors, right? And so it's really important that as we follow part of that old model, that we make sure to do it very differently, that we are constantly not just reminding ourselves, but living um, the truth that you all have the truth inside of you and you are all the authority um, in your own lives. We are not the authority in your, spirituality, in your spirituality, in your practice, in your way of moving about the world, you are your authority. And any voice we have is actually just to point you to that. Anytime we give a sermon, we are just pointing you um, or trying to point you towards your own authority. Um, and so we try to do a lot of things here to move us that direction and to to um, change those pathways in our brain that have been ingrained to think that someone else is the authority in my life. So bringing in other people to share their stories is a really great way to change those pathways in our brains, to remember that we are all the authority and we all have autonomy and we all have voice and we all have spirit um, living and moving and breathing inside of us. And we can speak that out. Mm. Um, Secondly, I just wanted to bring to our attention today um, that we have other people come in and share their stories often to remind us that there's not a way to think and believe at Sojourn, Um, because there's not a way to think and believe in the world, and we're just a community in the world. Um, It's not even true in old evangelical Christian contexts. It's not true that everybody's sitting there thinking and believing the exact same thing, But right that old way is (laughs) to act like that's true, to pretend. Everybody toe the line, everybody say, oh, yes, I believe in that creed too. Meanwhile, in your head, you're thinking, that's not what I think. So at Sojourn, we try to, as often as possible, as much as we can, draw attention to that beautiful diversity of thought and belief and story. And so bringing in Sojourners to tell their stories reminds us of that. And so as you hear someone's story, if... And when you hear something that isn't how you think about the world, isn't how you believe, you can stop, notice that, and then practice rewiring your brain again by saying, This is good. This is
0: good. This is, this is good. okay, and it's good. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. So
1: I invite you to do that this morning. We are going to bring in our guest, Jesse.
0: Yeah. So Jesse is one of the beautiful cups of lemonade. That have been made out of the lemon <laughs> of virtual church. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing this virtual church thing now for, I don't know, seven months. Maybe I haven't done math in a while. Uh, I haven't done math in it a while. And <laughs> it has allowed us Matthew's to... Doing it on his fingers. Thank you, Matthew, for months, confirming. So. Uh, it has allowed us to, to in, in, in some ways, expand our reach to people beyond just San Diego. And as you'll hear a minute from Jesse, he's not too far away from San Diego, um, but... Uh, And Jesse, correct us if if we're wrong, but I think you did start joining once we went virtual. But I know that many of you watching now, and many of you watching the 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 stream later on, also have sort of joined us and found us through the virtual era of Sojourn. And I think that's a really cool thing. So, uh, without more ado than we've already done, I'm going to attempt to go to uh, split screen here and bring on Jesse. Let's see. Okay, hi (laughs)
2: Jesse. (laughs) Hi Jesse. Hi.
0: How's it I going, know. guys? It's going well. Thank you for making time for us. Uh, thank you for saying yes to this yeah. invitation to share. Yeah, you're great. Yeah,
1: we were like, should we
0: Jesse? <laughs> we've only ever She's seen right his <laughs> name in little profile, but we've never met him. Yeah. <laughs> this morning. yeah, nice
1: to meet you. It's been fun to I get know. to know you via the internet. I love the internet for that. I
2: know. Yeah, yeah, you- me too. I'm excited to share my story and be here with you guys. So yeah, yeah.
0: And thankfully with Kate's beautiful setup to what faith stories are, you probably could just say anything at this point and we would come back on and be all smiles <laughs> and it would all belong. So yeah. feel free <laughs> to test our boundaries on that.
2: All, so, good. all
0: right. So during I'm gonna make Jesse go full okay. screen now and uh he's gonna share with us. So Enjoy.
2: Thank you, Jesse. All right, hi everyone. Uh so my faith journey is um pretty much a wide colorful spectrum of Christianity basically. So I started out um, growing up as a Methodist and in middle school, my family transitioned to a non-denominational church. Um, and that's when I really discovered my own faith for myself through, uh, through a negative experience of witchcraft. Um, and then coupling that with a vision of Jesus that I saw and, um, that really solidified things. And I was like, okay, this spiritual world, this, um, God thing, this is real. Um, and so I, I, dove into church through middle school and high school. Um, I was there three to four times a week. Um, I wanted to be a youth pastor. Um, I volunteered for everything, you know, I was obsessed. And so, um, decided to go to a Christian university, um, here in Orange County, um, called Vanguard and, um, study music and worship arts. So basically to become a worship leader, kind of changing direction from you, pastor. But, um, yeah. And so, uh, Vanguard, if you don't know, it's an assemblies of God church, which that is a very Pentecostal tradition. And so, um, my peers, this is the first time I've experienced anything Pentecostal. And so my peers were doing crazy things like casting out demons and, um, and uh, speaking in tongues, which I've never experienced that before until then. And having gold dust appear on their hands and things like that. So crazy, crazy stuff. And just really expanded my worldview of what Christianity could look like. Um, so after that, I interned for a church that was planted from Hillsong. Um, and so I got very involved in that culture Um, And then through that, I got hired as a youth pastor um, at a small Presbyterian church for about two and a half years. Um, That ended kind of badly and I got burned by that. And so I went to become a worship pastor at a non-denominational church. um, And once again, kind of got burned from that church too. And so I just, after those two experiences, I just needed to take a seat on the back burner, um, and, um, just attend church for a while. I started going to the church in Irvine, um, just playing acoustic every once in a while on the weekends. And, um, mind you throughout this whole entire experience, I'm struggling with my sexuality too, because, um, I was told all my life that homosexuality is a sin and these attractions that I feel are, um, not of God. And so, I'm doing literally everything possible while volunteering for church and being so involved to try to rid myself of these attractions. And so um, I even kind of challenged myself thinking about my story and wrote down like everything. So I, I prayed every single day. Um, I fasted multiple times, sometimes even up to a week without any food um, because I was so desperate. I cried out multiple times to God. I read numerous, numerous books. I went through, I voluntarily went through conversion therapy with multiple pastors. Um, I practiced abstinence for many years. I had multiple accountability groups and partners. I even was part of um, uh, uh, Sex Addicts Anonymous for a while. Um, I was anointed over multiple times uh, with oil And I even went to a year of therapy with a professional Christian therapist to try to work through all of this. And of course, none of it worked. So um, so fast forward back to that church in Irvine, uh, the worship pastor, he, he doesn't believe that homosexuality is a sin. And um, he ascribes to the belief that um, Rob Bell kind of proposes in his book, Love Wins, of um, you know, nobody's going to hell, kind of this Christian universalist approach. And so I had a conversation with him one day. And I just, I don't know, the way he described it, it just clicked and it just made perfect sense to me. And I I started realizing how much I believed what he was saying. Um and uh, you know, at that point I was like, you know, if I if I believe this now, and if, you know, no matter what I do, I'm not really going to hell. Um I why don't why am I so afraid to marry a man? <laughs> and so, you know, as you could tell from all of my experience for over over my entire life, I was exhausted as well, and so I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to try dating guys and see how I like it. Um and so that mentality kind of shifted me out of the negative of same-sex attraction into more of a neutral zone and Um, that brought me to a place where I could truly see, um, queer couples with a new sight, And I actually saw, um, contrary to what I believed for such a long time, I saw genuine love and care and support for each other. And I had this conclusion. If I truly believe in the God that I believe in, if I truly believe that God is love and, um, he is all these wonderful things that I am witnessing with this queer couple. How can I not see God in that couple as well? Um, so I realized too, that, um, you know, queer love can actually be blessed and even ordained by God in that moment. So that's when I decided to come out of the closet and that was about two years ago. And, um, yeah, I, I made it to Sojourn just a few months ago. Uh, I read part of my coming out story was actually reading Colby's book on uh, Clobbered and um, hoping that his church was nearby because I was like, you know, where is this church? In Minneapolis or something. And then I was like, oh, it's right like an hour away from me. So, um, yeah, so we started attending. That's about it okay i'm a total mess over
0: here i'm like
1: you can't put we'll me back fine. on camera we'll after. <laughs> <laughs> dying. Oh, i want to hug you so bad i really hate that this is virtual can you receive my
2: yeah virtual hug <laughs> Wow.
1: Bleh.
0: jesse okay, thank well. you thank you for sharing yeah. i'm so brave yeah. of you and so i hope <laughs> Um, yeah, and
1: that was one of the best sermons I've ever heard, too. And I know it wasn't meant to be.
0: I'm before. just going to oh. throw a few so comments up here. People who are giving you love. Alyssa, so uh, many welcome people home. Welcome your home, Jesse. She says, Sojo's the real deal and does ordain queer love. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <All of its laughs> I was back here, like going like this, and doing all these. And then I'm like, Why am I, what am I doing that for? No one can see me. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs>
0: right. Thank you for sharing your story. Love your story. I relate a lot, says Tito. We'll go back up to um, Matthew Blake Lovegood, who's doing our music this morning, said so much overlap. Trust that you will be understood and heard here at Sojo that you be- you belong Aww. here, brother. We are your people. And as- for as long as you need to sojourn with us, you're <laughs> loved and you belong and you are good. and You can date whomever you want. Hashtag queer love forever. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> uh, Michelle Nickel, bless me. your heart. We appreciate you sharing your experience. Really Aww. happy that you're here. Rochelle says, "Sorry for your pain, Jesse. Church hurt, hurt is, is real. real." There was a point during your story when you shared some of your back-to-back church pain experiences, and Kate and I looked at each other and we're like, "This is so great!" And then we reflected on, like, not that your pain is great, obviously, but <laughs> that you, were sharing that it, you can yeah. share it in this in this space and in this yeah. context. Yeah, we all need to hear
1: it yeah. because you can feel a little bit crazy as you're gaslit by church after church after church. So it's really good to hear. Yeah. Your,
2: your. It's so true. And it, it's almost fortuitous that you mentioned that before I started speaking, Kate, that um, church can be like that as well. And so mm-hmm. And it's refreshing to hear um, from you guys as the leadership to say, you know, we are all part of this journey. We are all learning together. We are, um, we're all the authority figures here. It's really cool. Yay.
0: Good. Well, you're really cool. Thanks, man. Really cool. Thanks Love so much you. for doing this with us. And for us,
1: see you on the interwebs. Yes. Thank
0: you guys. All all right. Right. Of course. Bye Jesse. <laughs> Bye.
2: All right.
1: How lucky are we?
2: Very, very lucky.
0: A large portion of Sojourn's financial support comes from listeners like you. People who hear messages like this one and want to express their gratitude for our ministry. Or who are simply thrilled to know that a church like Sojourn exists. Or maybe you can't attend services on Sunday mornings, yet you still consider Sojourn Grace Collective your spiritual community. If that's you, and if you'd like to partner with us in this work, please visit sojourngrace.com partner where you can make a one-time donation or sign up to be a monthly supporter. Also, don't forget that we stream our services live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific on both our Facebook and YouTube pages. And if you missed us live, you can always re-watch the video playback later or subscribe to this, our Sojourn Podcast. It was an honor to have you with us today. As you go about your week, may you take with you the words we say at the end of all our gatherings. Be brave because you are a child of God. And be kind because, well, so is everyone else.